temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake me when the sun sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door. In as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. 105.3 FM HD2. <laughs> Where do I go from there? I, it, it's the food show on 105.3 FM HD2. Uh, yeah, okay. This is Tom Fitzmortis with the second course of uh, the aforementioned. And it's nice to be here with you talking about the eating scene around New Orleans. What, if you, what do you love? Uh, if you could say that we have a theme, uh, theme today, it is this. What, uh, what dish can you offer to me that you feel is the best of its kind anywhere, or even if you want to limit it to the New Orleans area? Go ahead and tell me that. Uh, but uh, let me repeat this to make sure you know what I mean. If there is a, let's say, well, let's, I was picking on oysters last hour, so let's just stay with that. Uh, there's a a kind of an oyster dish, like uh, oh, let's let's pick a real one. Um, Drago's, Drago's, charbroiled oysters. It is uh, something that was brand new over there when they first started doing it about 20 years ago. It's been, believe it or not, and uh, everybody has copied it ever since. It is uh, not only did the Drago family come up with uh, a really delicious dish. They've come up with one that is so obviously delicious that it has been uh, taken up by just about every restaurant in town that has uh, raw oysters on the half shell. That's kind of what you need to do it right anyway. So uh, do you have anything like that? Uh, it can be something that's pretty straightforward, you know, even if it's you know, like a sandwich or something or a gumbo or something. But I'll let you figure it out. And what I'm looking for is a dish or an item in the dish uh, that you think is better than anything else like it that can be had out there. You know, that's not too complicated, is it? Uh, call us and tell us what that might be. Uh, we're also uh, welcoming you to uh, the first one of our Eat Club dinners, uh, certainly for the... For the uh, time of year that we have entered. It is springtime now, and uh, so that's uh, beginning, and there will be lots of dinners out there, but this one is one that we have uh, been doing over at Impostados for a long time, and we have done, I think, maybe more uh, more of these uh, dinners at, at Impostados than every other place put together. So uh, anyway, give us a call about that if you have one, if you have, have any thoughts about it. And if you want to know something about our Eat Club dinners, call me up and I'll tell you everything you, uh, you need to know. 260-6368. Somebody's calling us. Oh, it's Dan. Dan, welcome to the food show. Hi, Tom. Welcome back. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, your uh, sit-in uh, DJs or whatever you want to yeah. call it. Uh, You've heard this before. We're just fabulous. Five stars. 
like they're Aren't all they good? I mean, they're, they're absolutely yeah. uh, terrific. Uh, every time we do this, I, I wonder if I'll still have a job when I come back. <laughs> I mean, because these guys are so good. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, anyhow, I, I might have called in and asked this question before, or either you noted it and yeah. I forgot. Well, we don't um, care. Hit, it, hit me with it again. Yeah. The red fish, for, uh, red fish grill. The yeah. red fish grill, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I cruise in there sometime and, and have for lunch the, mm-hmm. uh, the seared drum, and it's just fabulous. Oh, it's a terrific restaurant. It has been since Gosh. the day they opened. Yeah. So here's the question. Um, that restaurant, I believe you have said, is one of the few in the entire New Orleans area that has that kind of, is it a wood stove grill? Is that, yeah, is that's that true. They have a wood-burning oven, a wood-burning grill, okay. rather. Uh, I'll give you a quick little history of that. Yeah. The, yeah. Very, the very first place where that has been seen in modern days if you go back to pre-modern days, like back in the 1800s, well, everybody was doing it with wood because what else did you have? You know, that was it. Okay. But in right. recent times, you just didn't see restaurants using uh, burning wood to do their cooking. That was That's from uh, out of the past. Yeah. The first place to do it, though, was Mr. B's. Okay. And they, uh, it was a huge hit. Uh, the aroma was terrific. The, the dish itself was great. Well, one of the people who opened up uh, uh, Mr. B's was, in fact, uh, Ralph Brennan, uh, right. and Ralph was one of the two, one of the the siblings. They were all uh, their parents were really running things, but they were kind of hands on there, and they're the ones that put that together. Uh, Ralph went out on his own years later, and he opened the, the Redfish Grill. That was his creation. And uh, he he had seen how successful that wood-burning grills are, as, and so few restaurants have it that he insisted on doing it again at the, the Redfish. So that's the story behind it, and it's still good I, every time I go. Okay, so that being said, then who else in town has is that just pr- primarily a, a Brennan's? I'm Brennan's. I'm uh, a, a, it it kind of uh, has worked out that way, but there are some other places like uh, Pesh. That's Pesh? The, okay. Yeah, over yeah. on uh, Magazine at the corner right. of Julia, yeah. I think. Uh, yeah, as a matter of fact, he has a, uh, a a wood-burning grill in there that has got some heat coming out of it. It's it's pretty <laughs> incredible. Yeah. And let's see who else my Mr. B still does. Okay. Uh, it's not something that is easily done. Now, I've seen a few restaurants do it for a while and then give it up because, you know, keeping a wood burning uh, fire sure. going is is not easy. Yeah. Well, I, I tell you, um, this is just me personally. You know, you yeah. could have ten people that would say, you know, and then one out of ten, and I'd be one out of the ten. Uh, I I just think it makes the different a world of difference in the taste because that's what yeah. you're Yeah. Oh, after. there's no doubt about it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh I'll have to try the pesh. I mean, I've, I've gone by there a jillion times but yeah. never stopped in and It's know, pretty good. He out. he has a really mean grill in there. I mean, that 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 thing it packs a punch big time. Yeah. Which is what you okay. want, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Tom. Well, nice, up nice. Thank you very it. much. Thank if you. I, uh, you know, if ever keep 
What am I talking about? It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris, and Gregory joins us over here on the Blue Phone. Or would you call this more more indigo? I'm going to say call it an indigo frame. Okay, that that was my favorite color in my Crayola Crayon. Really? Anyway, um, yeah, the indigo blue, of course. Indigo um, blue. There's there's a song by that name, isn't there? I think so. It might be a song or a football player. I can't remember. He played with me. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, wood fire grill. I know when Cafe Sabisa made their uh, mm. come come back, they had a blasting wood fire going on there. You are absolutely right. I think it was done with charcoal, though. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah but I, I think it was whole wood charcoal. You well, know what uh, I mean? Not that that, 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 that could possibly be. And and I, I just to authenticate what I'm telling you is not just being a guess. I remember talking to the guy who ran it for the first uh, 10, 20 years. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, here's how this came about. We kept going to Bud's Broiler, and here are these uh-huh. great hamburgers being made grilled over charcoal. Hardwood charcoal. And, and so we started, when they started their restaurant, they hunted around all over the place to try to find some company that would build that kind of grill for them. And it wound up, the only way they could do it is to uh, actually find out who was doing it for Bud's Broiler. And so oh. they they found that out and and they bought it and they brought it into the the restaurant and it's still there as far as I know. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Um, there's something about that aroma that it oh, touches yeah. anything you it's put fantastic. on it. Fantastic. Yeah. And okay, even shrimp and yeah. even oysters. You can get that yeah. smoke in those. Oysters. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. Um, yeah. You know, I'm glad you brought up oysters. Just to, I'm just casually talking. I want to talk about something else, but now that you said. You were asking for callers, so I figured I'd, I'd spot on calling. Um, we're always remember, waiting for, I, for callers. Do you remember our friend that used to have that little restaurant on Decatur called the Asian Cajun? Yeah, I don't know what happened to him. What he, happened to him? I know. Because uh, he had that flash-fried oyster dish. It had to be yeah. done in a uh, piping hot wok. I mean, raging. Yeah. Those oysters. I miss that, that style of oyster. And you could put almost any sauce on yeah. them you wanted. Because they came out so crispy and delightful. I wish I had known anybody that's doing a dish like that. Well, uh, if if we talk about it here, maybe we'll turn up something. Yeah, because those were delicious, and I yeah. and and um, I do miss that guy, the Asian Cajun. I mean, he was a, he was he he was kind of a character too. He was very Asian. There's no question about that. <laughs> and, and, and he loved being a Cajun. <laughs> and what he always did is you would walk into the restaurant, and if he knew you at all, and he probably right. did know yep. you, uh, he would, you would walk in, and he would scurry over. Scurry is the perfect word for this. And he, he, he would scurry uh, up, to, up to the, uh, right oh, up to, to, the, uh, in, to, the, to the door, the front door, and he <laughs> would put his two hands together as if in prayer, and then he, yeah. and then he took a bow I remember it well, and uh, that was, and he did that to everybody. And you, after you saw that two or three times, you had to love the guy. Yeah, he, I well, mean, he, 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 was, he was terrific. He was very enthusiastic. He was very but, enthusiastic. And then he opened up a restaurant over on Oak Street, and then I lost That's track right. of him, and I have no same idea here. where he is now. Same here, because he was doing the same kind of food on Oak Street, and then I lost yeah. track of him too. And that, you know, that's really my fault. And I know you, the job you had. I mean, you can't keep track of every restaurant. Oh, I, I, um, I, I can barely track, uh, keep track, a track on the people in my house. 
What happened to the Where's Kitty? Where, oh, there's the kitty. The, other, the dog is eating the dog? kitty. Oh, no. <laughs> Believe me, I, I, can total, I, I can totally believe that, Tom. I mean, seeing as you're just getting over your cold and everything, there's something else I want to talk about. All right. Um, Hit me. Where I had lunch today. Where'd and, you have lunch you know, today? I, I, you know, this is a place I always forget about going, but it's a great uh-huh. place to go late in the afternoon. Um, uh-huh. I, went to Mark, I, I went to Mark Twain's Pizza. Oh, yeah. I haven't been there in ages, but they have a, an utterly unique uh, oven there. Did you get a look at the, the thing that they yeah. use? Yes, that, that, that rotating oven with the stones, the pizza stones, has, I think it's like 10 or 15 racks that go yeah. around and around and around, yeah. whatever. But the pizzas come out terrific, especially if you want them crispy. That just keeps them in there a little bit longer. And just, we just had a delightful pizza. We had a great appetizer. Do you know they make one hell of a cup of gumbo over there? Oh, I could believe that. Uh, I remember oh. a time when they used to make like a, a crawfish etouffee, not pizza. It was just crawfish etouffee on a stick, more or less. Wow. Yeah. Well, I didn't have that, but I did have a great cup of gumbo and a wonderful vegetarian pizza being lent and everything. But it had everything you want. It had feta cheese, the spinach artichokes. We had mushrooms. We had olives on it. And just this perfectly, perfectly done Garlic, creamy sauce, whatever. I think it was just yeah. garlic and olive oil. But well, things could be worse. Yeah. So anyway, I, I hadn't been there in quite a while myself, and I was like, boy, this place is right in my neighborhood, and I, we were thinking about where to go, where to go, mm. you know, where to go. And sure enough, we ended up on Metairie Road. I said, I just pulled right in. Yeah. So anyway, it, it, that was terrific. So it I'm, is good, yeah. I'm going to give them I'm gonna give them high marks on my uh, lunch stock. And it wasn't that crowded, too. And uh, for those who just who are just joining us, the restaurant we're talking about is Mark Twain Pizza, and bringing yeah, Mark that Twain's up. Pizza Landing, actually, yeah. Yeah, uh, you you want to answer the question of, wait a minute, pizza, <laughs> and Mark <Twain>. and Mark <laughs> Twain, uh, and if you knew anything, you knew that uh, that pizza as we know it. Uh, was not invented until many years after the time of uh, of uh, our other hero, Mark Twain. You Mark know what the Twain. funny thing is about that? Do you want to know why it's called Mark Twain, Twain's Pizza Landing? Because the uh, original owner, uh, he yeah. had a concession at the World's Fair, and it was right on the oh, river. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I remember that. He and was he came out of uh, yeah. uh, Mr. He came out of uh, Martin Wine Cellar. Yeah, yeah, Dan Dano. Yeah, right, yeah. right. An old friend of mine, a guy uh, who I used to work with and uh-huh. knew intimately. But um, that's where, and that statue that's in the window of that 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 paper mache Mark Twain, yeah, yeah. that was at the World's Fair. That's how no old kidding. that thing is. Wow. No kidding. I didn't know so anyway, that. That's a, that's a little piece of pizza history, I guess, and Mark Twain too, for that matter. Yeah. Anyway, have a lovely day. The weather is terrific, Tom. You yeah, got to get out and eat more. It is. <laughs> You're right. You got to feed a cold. You know that, right? Yeah, that's what I've heard. <laughs> All right, uh, so long. Thank you, you. And, you and Doug are terrific, by the way. So oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> hey, Doug, did you hear that? He, he likes our act. Uh, let's see. Uh, Billy is joining us over here on the green phone. Hey, Billy. Hey, that is Billy. Yeah, I know. Tom? People do that all the time for some reason. I, I know. I, yeah. Uh, I had a nice lunch today with some old friends at Rips in, oh. in, in Mandeville on the lake. Yeah. It was very nice, very nice. Great view. Um, but the reason I'm calling is uh, I'm going with some friends tonight later 
to a restaurant they've been several times and complimented it uh, at the Punch and Train Hotel. Jack Rose? Uh-huh. Uh, I've been there three times. And if you remember the old uh, uh, hotel, the... Uh, yes. And, and if you remember the... Uh, the Caribbean room, that was their main room, uh, yeah. you, uh, you would have high hopes that somehow mm-hmm. all the classic recipes have been uh, fixed up and have been found and they're doing it all the right way and that they have the mile-high pie and you'll uh, be very hopeful uh, that they will also... Uh, have uh, the, the buttermilk? Uh, wait, excuse me. The uh, the uh, blueberry uh, muffins that they that uh-huh. were kind of famous for. In uh-huh. fact, uh, it's only a shadow of itself, uh, okay. of the old self. I've been there enough times to to wonder. You know, what are they shooting at? You know, all the, all the dishes I remember as being really great, like the uh, well, let's see, was it veal? Uh, it's a uh, it, it was named after the uh, president of the New York Stock Exchange. That's all I can remember right now. But anyway, I, I was really kind of disappointed at it. The menu is not very large. It's a little on the expensive side. And I think okay. uh, in the long run, I feel like that's too good a location for it to just sit there. And the chef who is running things has been around a, a number of uh, John Besh's restaurants for one thing, uh-huh. I have no connection now, uh, but uh, he's a terrific chef, and I I hope he gets in there and, and straightens the place out and gives it a little more something. I mean, there's something definitely missing there, mm-hmm. that, and if you remember the old place, you you are going to really want to have that. Uh, okay. But we'll, well, we'll just. You know, I remember we'll, at one time you had to wear a sport coat and all, and my friend told me, yeah. no, you don't have to do that anymore. You know? Yeah, I doubt that they uh, they kept that going for uh, a while. <laughs> it's funny. I wear a jacket and tie everywhere I go, uh, in the bathtub, you know, in bed, you know. The, yeah. But um, on two different occasions, my wife said, why don't we go over to uh, to the uh, Mike, Mike, wait, Jack Rose? And, uh-huh. uh, and uh, I said, well, no, they've got the. the the uh, the the code there, and we wound up going anywhere. And I think there might have been two occasions in the last five years where I wasn't wearing a jacket and tie in public. And both of those days were <laughs> we went to that restaurant, and they get, but they did have a rack full of them, and they would give you your size, and then uh, they would provide you with the uh, jacket. So that's a mm-hmm. nice service, I guess. Brian Landry uh, is the name of the chef. Brian uh, had also been over in the uh, uh, oh, 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 that, that uh, restaurant in uh, 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 by the Superdome. I'm trying to remember the name of the Hyatt. Yeah, it, it's this is a, a separate restaurant though. Uh, oh, okay. A, a Born. That's the name of B O R G N E. Born. Anyway, again, I tell you, I think it's uh, – I keep my eyes on that restaurant. I, I'm hoping and I, I'm pretty sure it will get a lot better than it is now, but it's pretty ordinary to me at the moment. Okay. Good. Well, I'm glad you tell – my friends have been several times and complimented, but, you know. Well, uh, maybe maybe I just got unlucky on the times I've been there. Uh, yeah, that happens. Yeah. 
Uh, well, thanks for the information, thank, Tom. I appreciate it. Thank you for calling. See you. It's the Food Show, 260-6368. We'll be back with more of the Food Show after first, if you will, this. Doom, 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 doom. Hello, welcome back. It's the Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris, and it's fun to be here talking about eating and uh, cooking and wine and uh, you know anything uh, thereto related. Our number is 260-6368, Call right now. Get right in. And let's see, what do we have going on here today? Well, I'll tell you what. The uh, nominations for the James Beard Foundation oh. Awards are in. We have a few people here that are up yeah. for awards. Ah. Now, whether they get them or not, uh, we don't know. But uh, starting out with uh, Donald Link, who is nominated for Outstanding Chef category uh, for Herb Saint. And uh, let's see, now there is uh, Anna Castro of Coquette on Magazine Street, also nominated for the Rising Star Chef of the Year. Slade Rushing of Brennan's and Isaac Toops mm. of Toops Meadery are mm. nominated for the Best Chefs of the South. And ah. um, Kelly Fields. I'd Willa- vote for that last one. That's yeah. uh, you know. Kelly, Kelly Fields of Willa Jeans is nominated for the Outstanding Pastry Chef. Hmm. Meanwhile, uh, the final one that uh, we have, well, we have two, actually, for Bacchanal Fine Wines and Spirits is up for Outstanding Wine Program, and Brightson's has been nominated for Outstanding Service. So there we are, hmm. uh, uh, all, of your, all of our nominees. Well, that's, I, I didn't even know that was coming up uh, anytime soon. Thank you for dragging all that information out. That's uh, that's good to know. Uh, there's some. Wait, tell me that first one you had before that there's there was something the, about the it. The one that, the, uh, for Donald Link. Donald or, Link, yeah. Yeah, Donald, for outstanding chef category. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, for his know, creation we, and her we, saint. Well, yeah, we would. That's true, and uh, also uh, right around the corner, uh, we we had just finished talking about it. Uh, uh, Pesh, that's also uh, part of that program over there. So. Uh, and uh, they are very heavily involved in the community. They're always doing special events and giving all the money to uh, outfits and people who need it. All right, good for them. 2606368. 2606368. There was somebody on hold there for a second. Where'd they go? If you were on hold just now, call back. We'll put you, I don't know if we waited a little too long or something, but we're quick to uh, fix that. We have an Eat Club dinner. Uh, that's coming up on the 11th of uh, April, and uh, I'd love to have you join us. We haven't uh, had very many dinners in recent times, it's, and uh, I get asked that a lot. You know, why? We used to do them every week, but uh, why do we not do them even close to at, at that rate uh, these days? And the answer is that people eat differently from the way they used to. There was a time when if you wanted to make a splash— uh, in your own mind or in someone else's, you would uh, you would go to a restaurant that had t- white tablecloths and heavy service, and you know all of that would be part of it. Uh, these days, there were a lot of people, mostly on the younger side, who who pretty much work with the uh, thought that uh, being comfortable means you know being dressed down, and who needs to do all that dressing anyway. Uh, it, fine. Uh, if you feel that way, why not? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Uh, you'd never catch me doing it, but that's another story. 
So uh, we're, that, that's the main reason we haven't done very many Eat Club dinners lately. It's just uh, the, the interest in it is not what it used to be. But whenever we do it, we always have a great turnout, and we also have very good food, which is the whole reason we do it, really. Uh, we go to the restaurants that are open with a regular menu and ask them if they can render a different sort of version of it. In this case, it's Impostado's restaurant, which over the years has one, been one of the most often uh, uh, as uh, Eat Club uh, restaurant. And uh, so uh, they've always done a really good job for us is the reason for that. And uh, it's on the 11th, and it is a five-course dinner. I don't have this put up on the website yet. I just got it today. I just got the menu today. And uh, it's a five-course dinner. It, the price is $80, but cash uh, – I'm sorry, forget the word cash I just said. Uh, you do need some cash to do it, but that's, you know, that's another story. Uh, but uh, we are going to have uh, this dinner starting at about 6 in the afternoon on the 11th. And uh, I move around from table to table. Whether that's worth anything is up to you. And uh, and we just have a great evening of it. It's a five-course dinner, $80 inclusive of tax tip and wines and everything. If you want to look it over, uh, give me another couple of days, and I will post it online on my website, nomenu.com. But again, I tell you, I just got it today. So I, I don't haven't been able to put it up yet. But don't miss it. Let's see. Who's next? It looks like Clyde, I think. Clyde, is that you? Yes, it is. It's me. It's Clyde. Well, come on in. Hey, well, uh, you probably, I don't know if you needed a call or you oh, wanted a we call. We always need call. a call. I mean, it's the, you can always take that to the bank. Uh, just Listen, just call um, us. So, meat pie. Meat, meat pie. pie, yeah. Mm-hmm. Have, you, have you ever cooked a meat pie? Uh, I've never cooked a meat pie myself. I've certainly eaten my version of it, uh, my my amount of it, uh, mostly at the jazz festival every year. Oh, okay. So that's where they have meat pies. Meat pies. Because it's it's something that is, is sort of native to the t- uh, city of Natchitoches, is where where they are famous for that. And they're a lot bigger than you would ever see around here. They they just make them that way. And there used to be a oh. small chain of restaurants uh, here selling uh, meat pies, but they you don't see them too much anymore. No, I just found a recipe for a meat pie. Oh yeah. And I was thinking about making them, and but I need they need to be fried. Yeah. Or baked. I, I guess fried. I'm not a big fried fan. <clears throat> yeah, I meat. Might, I might give it a shot, and that the ingredients yeah. are pretty simple. I mean, yeah. it's like. Ground meat and bell pepper, celery, and onion mixture kind of thingy. Yeah. And then you make your pastry, which I think is going to be the hardest thing for me. Yeah, I'm not a good I, I will confirm that for you. It, it is absolutely the hardest part. No question. Yeah. I mean, I've tried to make bread, and I'm terrible at it. But, <clears throat> yeah. Um, it was somehow non-edible, the one I made, <laughs> so I gave up. But this doesn't look too bad. It was, it was a recipe by the... Cajun Ninja in Thibodeau. So ah, I co- I that sounds about right. His, yeah, I, co- I cooked a couple of his recipes, and they're pretty darn good. So anyway, all right. So meat pie. Yeah, it ain't and, gonna kill you. You may as well try it for it. And if you can do it well, uh, you would 
impress a lot of people. <laughs> that, that is not the easiest thing in the world to make. I'm, yeah. I'm going to give it a shot, yeah. and I'm, I know I'm going to stumble on the uh, on the baking part, but, I mean, as far as making the dough, but we'll see how it works out, and I'll let you know. Please do. I'd, I'd be very fascinated to hear that. Well, thank okay, you. Thanks. See ya. Bye. Or, it's the food anybody's show. Anybody's got enough. Yeah, okay, bye. Yeah. Uh, Sal is has been waiting for a while. Sal, welcome to the food show. Thank you, Tom, and welcome back. Thank you. It's good to be back, I think. Yeah, I've been reading some of your yeah. uh, blogs. Sounds like you and Marianne had a great time. Yeah, there was plenty to do and a lot of a uh, lot of things to see that I had never seen before. She's been to London more than a few times and knows her way around, yeah. so that helps. That is that always helpful. I was calling to uh, just kind of give a little bit of a report, not really a report, but just a little sharing of uh, a couple places my wife and I went last weekend. We did a uh, what I would call a more sophisticated version of a pub crawl where we oh, just uh-huh. went to three different places on the North Shore for appetizers and hmm. drinks or a wine, a drink. Oh, I let her do I, a little bit more of the drinking since I was driving. Uh-huh. I just uh, sipped and nursed and took my time. But uh, the three places we went, yeah. we started at a new place. I don't know, know if you've heard of it. It's called St. Anne's Wine Bar. It, it's in the old place where the Bure restaurant used to be. Oh, uh, no St. kidding. Anne. Yeah. And uh, that was, that's been opened by a lady by the mm. name of... Uh, Christy Bailey or Vicky Bailey? Oh, Vicky Bailey. That would explain yeah. everything. Uh, okay. Uh, she is uh, a North Shore Indian. And another Shurian. guy who's a salt yeah. sommelier who she brought in to do the wine part. Mm-hmm. Um, it was good. The wines were great. They had a great selection of wines by the glass. They had uh, interesting appetizers, although, and I'm not being negative, it's just not what they do, but I would say that they're probably the prices were great. Let me just say that for the appetizers, and but it would seem as though they're doing it more as a, a, a convenience and an offering rather than something they really want to mm-hmm. get good at as far as mm-hmm. the food goes. Mm-hmm. From there, we went to Antini's, yeah, and had another drink and uh, ordered the. Oysters Giovanni, which were incredible. Yeah, really good. Love that. Very good. And then after that, we uh, ended up at Pardo's for the Brussels sprouts appetizer huh. and a glass of wine. Well, so and you are you are really getting around some of the good and relatively recently opened uh, restaurants yeah. there. So you you you're on the cutting edge there, my friend. So we were so impressed that we uh, made reservations for dinner this Saturday night at Pardo's. Yeah, and we've never been for a meal. We've only been for the appetizer and drink mm. that, that we were there for the other night. Huh. Do you have any recommendations of what? We might want to order it's, at Pardo's. It's Whatever still, they do great. It's still pretty new. Uh, they originally were over. Isn't, uh, it the, isn't it the original? Isn't it the same chefs and the same menu as they were when they were in the strip mall? Yeah, pretty much. But uh, when you move a restaurant, it may as well be a brand new restaurant with a brand new staff. I mean, it just everything uh, gets turned around. But having said that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will tell you that, uh, and my wife is a really big fan of this place, and I, I like it quite a lot myself. 
Mm-hmm. But I think uh, they are suffering, as just about every restaurant that does this always is. Uh, when when you get started in a new location, it, it's almost like having a new restaurant. And I think they still have some work to do on their menu. It, it seemed to me they were, they were a little too heavy on the steaks and not heavy enough on other things. Uh, but okay. uh, the place is very comfortable great looking. I, I was amazed yeah. at how was nice they redid what had been a kind of a shacky old building before. Uh-huh. And and they did a great job with that. So uh, Yeah, the ambiance is great. That's kind of what sold us yeah. on it. Well, we definitely if, want to visit Chef Duke at uh, Antini's yeah. for dinner one night. This just happens to be a special event, and the ambiance yeah. was the, the, the turning point for my wife, for sure. Well, good. Uh, the, um, and uh, next question. I, so, so this heavy on the steaks, but would you recommend any particular dish? Uh, well, the the steaks, I guess, are pretty good. I've had good luck. Do with, they have uh, good veal or, or lamb? I don't remember having any veal. Uh, again, I tell you, I don't think they have their menu uh, completely worked out yet. Uh, and uh, okay. and and also, they haven't been open long enough for me to have gone there more than a couple of times. So, uh, yeah. and, and they have such a uh, such a uh, an advanced menu to begin with that you know I, I I feel like I need to go there at least one or two more times before saying anything definitive about it. Okay. Will you have any? You have enough time to take a little? Uh, sure. Give me some advice on something. I had an idea the other day, yeah? and uh, last year that's trouble right I, there. Well, <laughs> it is. It might be. You never yeah. know. Uh-huh. I embarked on the uh, adventure of making. Crab meat St. Francis last year, and it oh, came that's out easy. Spectacular. That's spectacular. not that's not a hard dish to make. Were you using the kind of milk that comes in a can? I did. Okay, then you are using the original Warren LaRuth uh, recipe, and and I, and I yeah, <clears throat> I did. I did use it just just yeah. to, just to do it in the original way, as opposed and, and to it, half and half with a cream. It is really good. It's a spectacular yeah, dish. Yeah. The question I had and the idea that I have is, uh-huh. could the same dish be done with oysters? Uh, I, I don't know why not, but I'll tell you uh, something you have to be very aware of, and that is when you cook oysters, you uh, find that it, they release a lot of water. And, okay, and so if you, I put two oysters in the bottom of the ramek and topped it with yeah. the bechamel and then topped it with the breadcrumb and cheese, would it be a different I, I, I think time, it would, you think? What do I, you think? I think it would be a longer cooking time. And also, I think I would not—excuse <clears throat> me. I think I would be very careful about— uh, uh, choosing the oysters, you don't want really big ones for that. You want to, if you're going to do that, I would use smaller oysters than normal. Now, another idea that I had was putting a little bit of crab, then a shrimp, and then an oyster, then topping it, and then doing a seafood St. Francis. Ah, that's a good idea. What do you think? I mean, do you think it would yeah. come out okay? Oh yeah, I uh, I, I do. Uh, the only thing and would you use raw shrimp, or would you cook things the mm. same way that you know? Of course, the crab meat's always cooked. Yeah, I would uh, I would cook it down a little bit before starting. Yeah. Okay, yeah. just a, just a, a par saute kind of thing. You could you could, uh, you could do everything from uh, just a quick boil uh, to uh-huh. 
to throwing it in a pan with a little bit of butter and just and then and then put it in there. Exactly, because yeah. I didn't want to overly cook it or overly no. flavor it and and kill the St. Francis part of it. Yeah, let's not do that. That's too good a no. dish. All right. Well, I like your uh, suggestions and the direction you gave me. I appreciate it. Thank you very much for calling. By the way, as good as your show is, you're just as good at selecting guest hosts because I really enjoyed the the hosting of um, Duke and uh, uh, Scott Craig. Well, uh, I thank you for saying that, but but before I walk away, uh, I want you to know that the choice of the guest hosts is almost a hundred percent that of my wife she she really put that together and uh and we've we've hit a a real peak in that everybody who did it uh, did a great great job this time around they really did i listen to almost every day yeah well good thank you again and have a great night you too thanks a lot see ya it's the food show in case you're wondering what that was about other than the uh, crab meat saint francis uh, that is crab meat St. Francis is not all that hard a dish to cook. It involves some crab meat, some uh, artichokes. Anyway, uh, look up the recipe. I have it on my website, nomenu.com. Uh, and if you if you don't find it there, or if you do and you have some doubts about it, just look up look it up generally because it, it's pretty widespread on the web. It's uh, pretty easy to find. So there you have that, all of that. Our f- telephone number is still 260-6368. And just uh, a reminder right oh, now. Oh, uh, remind me yes, of something. Yeah, I, go I, ahead. I would love to. It, it's Hog for the Cause. Hogs for the Cause. Oh, yeah. That's Friday imminent. and Saturday. Friday and Saturday. And, uh, of course, uh, we had, um, we're going to have 90 different uh Cooks, uh, you know, uh, groups, yeah. uh, groups yeah. of cooks out there doing 90 of them, doing ho- basically hog stuff. It, uh, is this the one that they're doing over at UNO? At UNO, uh, right. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, this, uh, for those who might not have ever heard about this, this was something that uh, one one of these guys was, uh, was uh, at Jesuit the same time I was, so uh, that, cred- that made him credible, at least. Uh, uh, but uh, some years ago, there was a friend of theirs uh, uh, whose uh, son or daughter, I can't remember which, uh, had brain cancer. And they s- said to each other, why don't we uh, do something to help that out? Because, you know, who has the money to take care of that? So they just kind of threw together this barbecue event. It rained like hell. <laughs> and it continued raining every year as they did it. But despite all of that, every year they were able to give away huge amounts of money to help out uh, young people. And we're talking about kids here with brain cancer. And it only keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And the rest of it is a competition among the barbecue guys right. mm-hmm. who get out there and just uh, uh, really dig in and Put out fantastic stuff, and how many? How many? Uh, Ninety different entrants. Ninety. That's Ninety. Nine zero. Right. Uh huh. Well, now, if, there's a twist no. here. There's a twist oh, here. Okay. I love it. Friday night. Friday night yeah. is bacon night. <laughs> That's perfect. So, all kinds of different ways to do bacon. In fact, they they have here that they're they are going to do two tons of Nooski's bacon. Oh, no going to be involved in this. So. Uh, 
And, of course, all of this is uh, donated. Yep. All of the money that they get for the Hogs for the Cause goes to, uh, to uh, well, part of, the, part of one of our recipients is our own children's hospital. Yeah, that's right. It's a, it's a children's uh, a mean a movement the entire way and uh, very successful over the years. And you needn't worry in this case uh, whether it's on the, on the, on the uh, on legitimate. Now, the reason that they, they moved it to UNO is because of uh, they were in City Park for a long time. Yeah. And in that bowl in City Park, if it ever <laughs> rained, you would have to wear your, you know, oh. as they called it, the... Uh, the 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 uh, uh, what is it? Uh, well, anyway, whatever they are, your yeah. white boots, you know, your shrimp yeah. boots. They, yeah. to, to get, but people did every year. I mean, you know, it was a big mud fest, and everybody loved it, and <laughs> and they pigged out. Yes, and, they did, and it was a success even in those conditions. Yeah. So now that they moved it to UNO, it doesn't matter whether it rains or shines or the wind is blowing. It is going to be happening, and uh, it will be a bit more comfortable, and there is more parking. Yeah. And uh, that way you don't have That's to park. That's true. You don't have to worry about parking in neighborhood or getting towed or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's uh, they, They've done this for that reason, and that re- not only that reason alone, but make room for uh, all 90 of those barbecue That's tables. incredible. Well, you know, these barbecue guys go absolutely bananas over, uh, over their craft. So that's a good thing. Anyway, that's this weekend. What is it? Uh, Does it start on Friday, I think? Friday, 29th and 30th. And by the way, lots and lots of music. Uh, You could call it as much a a music event as it is a barbecue event. But uh, it's for those who like all of that, you're going to go bananas. You know about it already. Well, thank you for all your comments on that. This is The Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris. It's great to be here with you talking about eating and restaurants, cooking and wine and all of that. We'll return after First Please This. Hello, hello, hello. It's The Food Show. I'm Tom Fitzmorris, 260-6368. Gosh, we only have about uh, five minutes left. But that's okay. You can call. We've got plenty of time. Five minutes is a lot of time in radio. 260-6368, 260-6368. Uh, you know, somebody just a few minutes ago was talking about interesting uh, appetizers. And I was thinking about how about appetizing interests? Now, there's something in here I have, I have to play with. Uh, but if you have any suggestions, by the way, just uh, let us know. 260-6368. Uh, yesterday, no, it was today. I was given the menu that we'll obtain at our Eat Club dinner. It'll be the first one in quite a while. Uh, it's a five-course dinner. We will have it at Impostato's Restaurant in Metairie. Uh, we have done many, many dinners there, and everybody wants even more of them. Whenever uh, we run a dinner over there, we always get a great attendance and a lot, of pe- a lot of faces I've never seen before and a lot of them I haven't seen in a long time. We can do a quick rundown of the menu. It's a five-course dinner, as I mentioned, and it is uh, blessed with wines top to bottom. So uh, we have lots of variety here. We're starting off uh, with a combination crab meat, cannelloni, and shrimp au gratin with a, with a Chardonnay called Au Contraire. Huh, I'll be darned to it. Uh, uh, anyway, second course, 
homemade fettuccine, which they do in-house over there at Impostados. That is the best fettuccine Alfredo I have ever had anywhere, and I've been to Alfredo's in Rome uh, more than once. So uh, I look forward to that. Every time I go over there, I get it no matter what. Uh, They're serving that with a a pasta, uh, I'm sorry, with a wine, uh, Bottega Vinaya uh, Pinot Grigio. And then uh, something called a Jim Bob salad. Let me just tell you what's in it. It sounds pretty good. Uh, Greek salad, a green salad, excuse me. It's a green salad with hearts of artichokes, imported salami and cheeses and black olives and anchovies and tomatoes and seasoning and house dressing. All of that uh, jammed into a meal. The wine for that is Bertani Berta Rose. It's a rosé wine is what it is. Uh, fourth course, you have a choice of manicotti uh, with uh, the smoked filet mignon, which is one of their most distinctive dishes. They take filet mignon and then they put it into a smoker. It's really good. If you're in the mood for a steak, you certainly should get that. Redfish Marcello. I like anything Marcello. I'll get Marcello with chicken, with uh, veal or fish or anything it's a buttery, uh, uh, you know, lemony sauce that has uh, some artichokes and mushrooms in it. It's a great dish. It's a, that sauce goes well on everything. And uh, finally, some linguine pasta with crawfish. I don't know what the sauce is for that. Uh, but anyway, the, the wine has an interesting name. Uh, Roca de la Masse. Uh, well, I better give that up. Uh, and then finally, uh, for dessert, the choices are amaretto parfait. There's a cheese cough, a cheesecake rather, uh, blueberry banana pie, chocolate mousse, and you know what I usually wind up getting is spumoni, and uh, I'm almost positive it comes from uh, Angelo Bracados, and you don't get better than that. If you're interested in this. Watch my uh, newsletter for the next couple of days. I don't have it posted yet, but uh, I'm going to have it there probably in the next day or so. And uh, here is the telephone number to make the reservation, 455-1545. And we'll hit it pretty hard over on the, uh, on the food show here. And, again, I tell you, tomorrow on my website at nomenu.com. And I hope you will join us. If you've never been to one of our Eat Club dinners before, uh, they're a lot of fun. Very social. Uh, you can uh, have a lot of a variety of things that could happen to you. One of them is to see a friend you haven't seen in a long time or meet somebody new because we do big tables. I move around from table to table to irritate everybody equally. Thank you for listening today. It was a nice, busy show the way I like them. Uh, stay tuned for millions of hours of, of sports coming up next. Good luck. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow. I'm going out to dinner now. Here on 105.3 FM HD2, Kenner, New Orleans. Good night. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on and podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.